that that era when it was like, okay, no more tagging. You're gonna be, yeah. You're gonna be from the hood. So we were we were reluctant, and at the end we just gave in. What was it like growing up on the west side when you had skateboarders and you had cholos and you had drugs and you had bums? What was that you whole had, environment like? You had like? it all. You had it all. <laughs> you had it all. We're just doing too much. So I ended up, I ended up getting shot up. This is really? uh, in your early age. It was all a game, and and when the homie Scrappy got killed, it wasn't a game. The shit was really, really serious, mm -hmm. and that's when more killings started happening, and then it was more normalized. He like gives me like 300, 400 bucks, and he's like tattoo everybody. My mom um, usually sold at the swap <clears throat> meets. I didn't. I ain't no take no offense in that. Yeah, it's a blessing. Brown dollars. Pushed, pushed us. Well, I think hard work trumps everything. So for me, hard work. Like if I didn't want to lose, then I had to work for that. I had to stay consistent. I had to write music. Mm -hmm. I had to do drawings. I had to do tattoos. No matter what. That was my passion. That's what I was going to do. That's the only thing I could do. So I was going to do it the best way that I could. Welcome back to Rancher Network Podcast. It's your boy, Yai. It's your boy, T. Hey, man. We got our boy, Spanky Loco, out here in the building, bro. Super dope. We Y'all already heard some of it, man. We got a good podcast coming in today, bro. Thank you, homie. Um, All the way from uh, Seattle. Seattle. From Venice. I was in the west side earlier. Oh, okay. And th this go, go around. Original. Okay. <laughs> right now. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that, I feel it. Well, yeah. shit. I, need, I mean, we kind of got a taste of right now, and the viewers are probably caught this, you know, of where, what that's looking like out there. But I want to touch about, you know, your come up and, and, and how that came about. Um, and yeah, man, where, so tell us where you, you know, where you started off and, and what that looked like for you. Born and raised in West LA. West LA. Yeah. That's interesting. West LA, huh? See. It's different now from when, probably when you were there or no? Do you feel like it's still about the same? I, I mean, yeah, that it's, it's different. It's different in what it's way? It's a little different. What I way don't know. Say? It's, you, it you seems know a little gray. It seems a little gray. I feel <clears throat> like this, you know, it was, it was a beautiful area it seems a little a little gray like resources aren't really there things could get beautified a little better people are yeah. struggling yeah that's life right now you know what's interesting though it's like at least when like for me when i go to sla it's kind of like to me it seems like a cool little calm area but we don't know what that looks like at night or in general like that it's tough it's tough yeah west la stuff for sure you uh you grew up with like a full family household moms and pops in the picture and stuff yeah yeah siblings too yeah what little was sister, that? Little brother. <clears throat> My parents, they worked all the time. They worked all the time. They 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 were they were they were from Mexico. Mm. They, they they came to 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 West LA, to Venice. They they my dad uh had more family in, in uh that migrated in Venice and then uh my mom, my mom had family that migrated to Venice too. So in the Venice area they had they had people there and, and when they got there in the sixties, mid sixties um, but you guys go way back. Yeah, then, it does huh? go 60s. back. Okay. They 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 went um, they went a little east to Venice and La Cienega, and and we had a little place right there, and that's kind of where my roots were. The Venice La Cienega Cataractes area, Shenandoah area. Went to Shenandoah Elementary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then went to Hamilton, Hamilton High, Palms, went to Palms. That was my that was my area. So just it stayed was, all all pretty much West Los, literally see, the the. <clears throat> that whole area. Yeah, what what sure. was it like growing up there? I tell people one of the things that people don't know is that you had a million dollar homes in these neighborhoods, 
But you also had, uh, for example, Oakwood Park, where yeah. motherfuckers, you still kick it. You hang around. They even had, you know, um, whatever. They even had whole, they had whole strolls back in the day. They had all this, yeah. and they had million-dollar glass homes. What was it like growing up on the west side when you had skateboarders and you had cholos and you had drugs and you had bums? What was that you whole had, environment like? You had it like? all. You had it yeah. all. You had it all. Yeah. And then, you know, the millionaires used to come and party. You know, they come get dope and whatever and... You know what I'm saying? Everyone, everyone rubs shoulders, you know? That's nuts. See, un poco de todo. But then it was not like, um, it was a lame in the area. Like, there was a lot of murders and a lot of mm -hmm. yeah, gang yeah. activity. And yeah, I moved to Inglewood uh, uh, for a little while, lived in Inglewood. You know, everyone lived in Inglewood because the rain was cheap. So you'd see like different, different bottles there, you know? And, but, you know, they, they're not going to like it. I wouldn't like that, you know? You see all kind of activity. And then we hang out with, you know, a party there, and we're just doing too much. So I ended up, I ended up getting shot up in in, in Inglewood. You know, this is really? uh, in your early age coming yeah, up. Yeah, 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 my younger, my younger days. How, how old? Yeah, how old? <clears throat> Mid just to get the timeline. Mid twenties. Okay. Yeah. 20s. So let, let's take it a little bit before that. What was it like? Um, just even okay, even in uh, high school, 10, 12 years old, elementary. Did you know you were gonna go the gang banging route or what route? When you when know, did you decide that? It's interesting because the school like Hamilton and Palms and it's uh. You know, there's a little bit of everything. There was negros, right. there was raza, there was chinos, whites. There was a little bit of everything, but yeah. it's like how the city is. Everyone has their 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 so crew, their zones, like their yeah. own little. You know where where you where you're at. It's like say the schools were segregated too. So then you'd have race wars. You know what I mean? Shit, shit like that would jump off. It wasn't uncommon to, you know, a big old fight would break out yeah. with the whole yeah. school. You know, or or hey, we're gonna go at it with them with the Morenos or hey, or that, that craziness, you know? So early on, you're already programmed. Mm. Early on, you're already divided. Early on, you're already taught that we're, you know, conflict is with, with, within us, but it's not, it's, it's within the system because they're allowing us to, to think like that. And they're allowing us to, you know, create those, those issues. So that was, that was prevalent in those days, fighting and, you know, with on our own, school and homies that you would see, you know? The Moreno homies that you, hey, what's up, homie? And it's like, you would see these guys. You're there in your class. Grew up with them, really. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So one guy has an, an issue, a personal issue or whatever, now it's a, a race war and all this other crazy stuff. So, hey, would you see this with like the teachers too and shit too? Like were teachers, the teachers participating in this kind of like that segregation part? So teachers, they didn't, lo they didn't love you. Like yeah. if they didn't understand, it goes back to what I said earlier. And I'm telling you because of experience too. Mm-hmm. Right, I remember being at um, I remember being in science, in science class, and and the senor, yeah, we well, use a fucking nerd, you know, he, ooh, right, but the only ones that were, that were, there at his group were the were the white kids. Mm. Oh man, you know, mm -hmm. because he could talk to them, they understood him. He, I don't know what it was, homie. I don't know what it was, but it was prevalent. Like, he was there. The table was all the all the widows. I don't want to say we were the dumb ones that didn't get it. Mm -hmm. That's not what I want to say. Oh, we were the so we were out here like figuring it out or wasting time in class or didn't even like, you know, porque el vato no nos pelaba. He wouldn't. He wouldn't. That was his circle. The kids that were absorbing that, but. Mm -hmm. What would it take to be like, oh, 
Well, you come here, Javier. Come here. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Yeah. Do you understand Seriously. what I'm talking yeah. about? I know your mom speaks only Spanish at home, and I know maybe someone at home will not be able to help you, but if uh, if I could set you up with someone here that could help you understand what we're talking about, I'd love for you to sit down at the table. Because honestly, homie, no lie, I wanted to be at that table. I wanted to be at that table. I'm glad Damn. you say that, bro, because there's a lot of kids that are going through this now that are looking at situations like that. And I get it. The teacher probably automatically dismissed it because you're first generation. They probably met moms and they can't communicate. So they're probably like, okay, there's only so much I can do. But in reality, there's a lot you could do, you know, but but I'm glad there's you touched more on you it. have to do. <clears throat> there there's you more you have to do more. And that's just white privilege. You feel me? Well, this is for us. We're going to do this. This is for you and me. It's not for them. It's for us. Let them fail. They want to fail. They're animals anyway. That shit is nuts. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. yeah growing up like that. Has so, to be. I still remember that, homie. I still remember that. So, what would happen after that? What would you? What would you um, take that energy and and that? Um, what, yeah, what would you do with that energy from art, that? Art, okay, art at an early age. Okay, I, I was. I started to deface property and lash out and and do graffiti and do art and be self-expressive. But I always liked art. I loved sketching and drawing and I love comic books. My dad would take me to this little this little house in Culver City. Literally it was a house mm -hmm. and the house was a little comic book store. And every chance I could, I would go over there and I'd buy a mm. bunch of comic books. But that was my passion, art. And I think that was my escape, art. And so during that time, uh, yeah, I was riding on buses and RTDs, and RTDs, I was getting huh? in trouble. I mean, I was, yeah, I was in the in the neighborhood, you know, haciendo desmadre. RTDs? That was my outlet. Yeah, the bus, the bus line. That's the the bus. Uh, RTDs were prior to Metro. So they oh, were that's the buses what they used to call that. They used to call yeah. them RTDs. Oh, shit, I didn't the know that. The rough, tough, and dirty. Yeah. The rough, tough, and dangerous. <laughs> that's, what, that's what that means. Yeah. I used to take the, I, that was the form of everything, like. Yeah, if you were a writer, you had to be on the bus. The bus was a thing, huh? There was no way you wasn't the Cover City line, the or and then I'd catch it at the Fox Hills Mall. Cause then my parents, they were always working. That was another thing that was our downfall. My parents uh, were, mm -hmm. you know, afraid of not having things, right? So they always were working, always were working to provide. And that's where our gap, that's where our divide was, where they, they didn't have the time, you know? And, and we didn't understand that. Were you the oldest sibling, or were I you? I was the oldest, yeah. And you had how far apart were the uh, the my other sister sibling? was nine years younger, and then I had another oh, little man. brother yeah. nine years younger than that. So you you were literally solo. So, you yeah. grew up as a single kid, basically. See. Yeah. See. Um. Um. So, going through that, you get into this graffiti stuff. Um. Did you know that that would eventually take you into into gang banging and going that route? Fuck or, no. Or instead really? of going the the maybe the the shit the family provider or the you know something like that what, what how did you come to those uh decisions shit the the tagging got me way more in trouble like that, because then the homies were like in the area they were like uh you know it came that point that that era when it was like okay no more tagging you're gonna be yeah you're gonna be from the hood you're gonna be from the hood like no more tagging no more there was this big thing about mm -hmm. no more tagging so we were we were reluctant and at the end, we just gave in because it was all homies anyway. 
You're There's going some up people with from them. the from the from the neighborhood. Yeah. You know, people that my parents knew their parents and stuff yeah. like that. Oh, a boxer Osvaldo. Yeah, my my parents went out to the clubs with his parents mm. in the in Venice when they lived there, and then of course we migrated east and. You know, they'd see me hanging out with them, and we'd we'd be right there posted. And my dad didn't think nothing weird of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, he didn't like that I shaved my head. He didn't like that I was already a little blasted. But oh, really? really, he saw it like, but well, he's with. I don't know His what friends, he thought. childhood I don't friends. Know what he yeah. thought. I really don't. He never really hit you don't. with like, hey, andas acá de cholo type shit. But I think by that point he had no. It was too late. He he had no <clears throat> choice. That was it. That was our life. Correct. That was yeah. a lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. Do you think it was too much too where it's like he knows he wasn't home as much where he could tell you kind of like what to do? Like he knows he hasn't been there with Maybe you. Maybe it was you? better for him. Like, oof, go hang out over there. I don't know. I can't you know, busy yeah. with work and this and that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember he leave me in the he dropped me off in the hood. Hey, take me to the hood. Cause by then they had bought a pad up in in uh in Westchester. Mm. And uh hey, take me to the hood. So he'd take me and he'd give me five bucks. He always dropped me off right there on, mm-hmm. on Venice and Home Avenue, and he gave me five bucks. Yeah. And I'd be there all fucking day, all night. Just hanging out on yeah. hanging out. And this Posting. continued to like high school too? Yeah. And you know, it wasn't it wasn't <clears throat> like normal stuff. Like we were getting shot at. Mm-hmm. Fools were rolling up on us, or we would be going down the street and socking fools up, or whatever altercations we get into. It wasn't normal stuff. Mm-hmm. It was It was, you know... Not stuff I want. My kid, like, oh, yeah, here. Let me drop you out so you go be a dickhead. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's the reason I bring it up, too, and I, I ask those questions is, like, to give the next person hopefully watching, like, hey, what are signs that maybe fucking my kid's going down that route? You know what I mean? And grab them. Yeah, and take them to fucking football. these are questions, you know? like, you know? Yeah, 100%. They're not, they're not, they're not commonly asked and I haven't been asked this for So it's interesting to dig in the... Yeah, and so yeah, yeah, this is more of like a yeah, like you're up in like the decisions, the upbringing, and kind of like really the mindset, and so that way other people can take bits and pieces of it and be like, "Fuck, you know what? I yeah. think my kids maybe I need to put them in football or karate, yeah, you know, instead of yes. dropping them off." Because I grew up Man. the same way, latchkey kid. You know, here goes five bucks. You guys go go to the go get your food, walk over there, and next thing yeah. you know, you're kind of hanging out there a little too long. Mm. So you know, just to kind of give these little little um. An idea to, to hopefully, Correct. you know, parents, true, kids, teachers. We get all, all kinds of people yeah, watching this. It's um, true. Now that I work with these youngsters, <clears throat> I really do use my experience as a res- as a reference. Mm, man. Sometimes I'm like deciphering shit and I go, oh, yeah, no, of course, this makes sense. Mm-hmm. Correct. Because then I think of my situation, inclusivity, inclusivity, empowerment, all the things that you're not offered or given. It turns into a, a traumatizing tool that'll help you destroy yourself. Mm. You feel Great me? way to put it, man. Yeah. Easy. And, what, and unbeknownst to you, you don't even know that's what man. you're doing. And you know, you want to numb the stuff. You're like upset. You're disappointed. Mm-hmm. You're distraught. You're, you know, so what do you do? You get high. Fuck it. I'm going to just get high. So so the drugs and all that became part of your, Easy. your yeah. Yeah. The homies love getting high. What was what was what was that time like? Was it just weed or was it all nah, kinds of shit? Weed and crack and primos and this was what eighties, late eighties or nineties? Okay, yeah. So, so that was all go, there. They come down here to Hoover mm. and buy piedra from from just yeah from enemies because during the day we'd be going at it. 
and then we come in by the open evening. Crazy. It's fucking crazy. You know what I mean? Which was wild. Wild, wild. How something wild. negative like that will bring a situation that, you know, it bring how that brings all that attention together. It brings all that energy together, you know? One yes. thing I'm just thinking too, it's like, are these like young ass looking kids going to grown ass adults and buying shit from them? I mean, the, the guy that showed me how to do it was an adult. He was a grown ass man. Yeah, technically. The homie that showed nuts. me was like, you know, and I'm thinking, damn, this homie, he's crazy. Or you feel kind of good too, a, you know, like, man, he showed yeah, me love. He's yeah. showing me, you know? Yeah. But now I think like, damn, that's wild. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hundred percent. Because I could be like, crazy. "Hey, here, homie, read the Bible. Check this out. Check out this verse. I think it correlates with what you're going through right now." Yeah. Or, hey, homie, here's five bucks. Go get a sandwich. Or, here, let me buy you a toy. Nah, this fool wanted to smoke dope. Fuck. And he wanted to use my feria and my other little homie's feria, and he wanted to use our little feria too, so we could buy a little bit of dope and get high together. And that was my introduction, right there on Home Avenue. You remember that? 600 block, yes. I'll never forget. That it, was, so it was that impactful, huh? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, smoking primos and doing all that stuff is definitely a, a harsh, you know, it's, a, you know, harsh harsh conditions Correct. For, for a young mind, you know? On the weekends, you don't need to be thinking about partying that way. Right, let's go buy some dope. Because mm -hmm. it was like a little two-year... A little two year, uh, two year run escapade. at that age. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. So, so you kept that up to what, 16, 17, 18 type? Maybe like from like 17 to like 20, 17 to Damn, 18 okay. to 20, 20, something like that. Can what? you remember? I'm trying to forget. Yeah, 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 yeah. Trying to forget. Can yeah. you remember? But something like that, small stint. Was there <sighs> ever like a time where you felt like you got a little exposure or something good? And you were like, maybe I want to try this. Maybe even close to the art stuff where yeah. you're like, uh, maybe. And then it just, cool. nah, just go back to it. Oh, oh, like, did I ever try to do something? Yeah. like During that, did anybody try to pull you in the other direction? To help you out a and little like, bit. Like, hey, bro, you know how to draw. You know, did a teacher ever, like, lean over your shoulder and look? And like, hey, this fool got some skill? Nah, or? Nothing. I used to get in trouble for if that shit. Oh, me. man. Really? Yeah. The teacher used to take my stuff. The doodling on the notebook while the class is going. I had straight sketches, drawings, yeah. books, all of that. Yeah, I remember I scratched up this teacher's car once. What <laughs> the yeah, fuck? Because she took all my shit. Damn. And, and she hated me. She's like, you ain't doing your work again? Give me that shit. Give me all that shit. I was like, all right, I'll get it after class. She's like, nah, you ain't never getting this shit. You might get it at the end of the year. So that she she triggered me and I went and scratched up her, her little Mercedes Benz she had outside. Cost my head for fourteen hundred dollars. Fuck! How did they? How did they even pin that on you though? Out of a thousand Holy kids, because they knew that I was sick. They knew I was sick from that. Okay. So they're like, "Oh, let's." Bring it had to in. have been. Had to have been. I was like, "Nah, that wasn't me." Right. Was the basic like, We got you on camera. I was like, "Nah." I was like, "What?" I was like, "Damn." So yeah, by then they were like, "But they, I don't think they had me on camera. They never showed me the footage." Yeah, <laughs> but they got me. And you just scratched, you didn't write shit or nothing, did you? No, I took a paper clip and just scratched the shit up. That's not but, but you I, know, I gave her her own energy. She hated okay. me, so I didn't love her either. But th this is what I'm thinking too, is like, you feel like maybe thinking back at it now, she was really trying to help you at that point, try to get you to do your work, or you feel like maybe even her approach was still, was still bullshit? It was a little harsh. Yeah. 
I know life is tough, homie. Mm-hmm. Kids are tough. But if that's your job, think there about the position yeah. that you're in. Mm-hmm. You're you're nurturing minds. Mm. You're nurturing souls. You're 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 dealing with young, delicate. You know. Yeah, she she could have easily encouraged you with the drawing or been and like, look, "Hey, look, I love what you're doing. Instead it's of, amazing. Yeah, I'm gonna talk to the art department to get you set up with a nice art class. Maybe we get you in there after school. I love to see what else you could do, but today we gotta finish this work. Damn. Well, here, here's a referral for the art class, and I'm gonna talk to your counselor so that so that we can get you probably enrolled in some after school activities or even at the local junior college to see how we can get you get you involved with art. Straight up. Fuck. They were like, they were like, <clears throat> fuck you. Fuck you. Just, and just your you art. saying that now, man. Bro, baby, feel, feel warm, like, too. Yeah, I, I, I swear. That. Yeah, I wanna I'm like, you think class, so? You, you know? really think yeah. so, Doug? So, nah. Oh, fuck yeah. That proves fuck that no. point, you know? Like, man. Fuck no. Yeah, fuck no. But I'm grateful for all these horrible things. I'm mm-hmm. very grateful. I'm very grateful because when I sit in front of my kids and I sit in front of these other kids or. I'm navigating through life. I'm like, we got this. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. We've been through this. too much to not have it. You know. We got this. Yeah. Did you? Uh, did you ever? Because I, I know this is something that's really common. I see it with the youngsters. You, I'm sure you had a very close person to you that may have lost their life during all this, like the the activity a that few, you have. A few people, yeah. What was that first experience like when you first saw someone really close to you during that whole, you know, while you're in it deep? And how did we that thought it was you? a game, homie. We thought it was a game. <clears throat> you know? It was all a game. And and when the homie Scrappy got killed, it wasn't a game. The shit was really, really serious. Mm-hmm. And that's when more killings started happening, and then it was more normalized. But prior to that, we were just having fun. And we could chunk them. I remember we chunk them with the Pee Wee Winos were right down the street from us, 18th Street. Pee Wee Winos were the closest click that was to us. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we'd drive by and tip our our hats and sometimes we drive by and want to blast them and vice versa. They come over and, you know, one of the homeboys would come all knotted up and Damn, yeah. like that. But 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 uh when another when another rival gang came and and smoked the homie, that was hard. That was really hard on us. Cause the homie was really quiet. He was really strong. He had a he had a he had a big heart. And at the time I think he was going through some 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 things because he was only getting bolder and crazier mm-hmm. and you know he lived maybe five six blocks from the area seven blocks from the area and we didn't say they were gonna pick you up for nah i'm gonna go walking i'm gonna go walking mm. always i'm gonna go walking yeah like this guy 14 15 years old or something yeah. like that yeah. crazy you think uh life is gonna last forever at that fucking age mm-hmm. huh? yeah when like, homie got killed that was ugly um, ugly, and I'm assuming B, we, we sometimes ask that because it's a 50-50. Sometimes when stuff like that happens at that early age, that either makes the individual be like, I'm cool. I'm going to do something different because right. this if this is the outcome, or I'm going to go 10 times harder. We had homies like that. Yeah. We had homies that, you know, built ship. God bless them. They were smart enough to, you know. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. Right away. They were they were <clears> sleep. <throat> they were smart. Uh, we're good. Scrappy's gone now. Ooh, fuck that. You know? Got a little too real. Yeah. yeah. But like you said, luckily it, it worked because I get it wasn't for them. Uh, you know, obviously, if that's the route they go and that's for the better because think about it now. Once the, the dust settles, 
35 years later, you know, whatever, they're probably with a family somewhere, living their lives, doing whatever, exactly. and they avoided those outcomes. Um, you end up going the other route probably, right? You just kind of like yeah, with, with it, it and then the drugs went and all harder. that. Just so, went harder. Harder. So, yeah. so living that lifestyle, eventually incarceration is a thing, right? right? There's yeah. no way to avoid that kind of going down that path. Yeah. Kind of take us maybe towards the lead up to that. How, where what was your mindset at the time? And, and then you getting busted and going through that whole new world of Of course, now you're hanging out all the time. Now we're, we're hanging out all the time. <clears throat> okay. Hanging out regularly. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I wasn't going home or I lived in the hood sometimes. There was a good little period I was staying there. Damn. Couch hopping and this Damn. and that and. I remember that. So you don't get away from none of it. You're there. There. Yeah. yeah. And that was tough, too. And around those times, I think it was like going to Old County. I remember going to Old County okay. a couple times, minimal stuff. And then going to Wayside a couple times. That was interesting. What, what was that like? What was that like for you? That wasn't like, fuck, why am I here with a bunch of grown men? Or or I don't know. It was it was interesting. It was, it was different. It was a trip. It was... I mean, yeah, it was sad. You didn't want to be... In Locked those conditions, up, yeah. but it was trippy. Like, you know, it was a trip. It was it was part of the it was part of the struggle, and then you know that's like an accolade. Like, okay, you don't yes. feel like you're a, a loser when everyone's doing it. Mm -hmm. You don't feel like you're out of place when all the homies are getting busted. True, and everyone's talking about. I ran into this fool, and yeah. I saw this fool, and this and that, and oh, I just got out, and like, why would it be abnormal? It's normal. It's normal to go to jail. It's normal to die off drugs. It's normal to be in front of your house and get shot and killed. It's normal. So at that point, you're like, you know? It is what it well, is. No, it is what it is. Yeah. It's crazy you say that because I even see it. I mean, not that it's like, but even now in schools, it it's similar to the way you said, like, if everyone's doing it, it's no problem. It's as simple as, like, the an exam. When people take an exam in class, hey, would you get a D? Oh, shit, I got a D. You got a D, too? Yeah, oh, it well, fuck. it's like cool that. Yeah, just yeah, like, like that. Okay, exactly. Next time, let's get an F. Fuck it. Yeah, like, shit oh, like that. Okay, got it's the little no things matter, that yeah. just end up stacking right. up. So, yeah, and then uh, I remember trying to, trying to like, stay out of trouble for a little bit. And okay. I got with this girl, and we, we ended up going to, that's how I got, that was my first introduction to the Pacific Northwest. I knew this native, this native girl. Native, native American. Native, yeah, okay. out of, out of, uh, she was in uh, Eugene, Eugene. That's Oregon. Uh, up north, right? Yeah, in Oregon. Yeah, and uh, and uh, she's like, "Come, come." I remember going with. Uh, I remember going with a bag, of, a little bag of dope, I think. And at that time, I think I stopped. Like I stopped smoking it, but then I tried selling it. Mm. So I had a little dope on me and money, a little, a little bit of money. A little. She had weed out there, and she lived with her husband. And I remember the, they were native. The husband was like. Like, what the fuck? Like he couldn't believe like he couldn't the believe audacity of my lifestyle. Like what? Like oh man, how disgusting! You're selling these drugs to the to your people. Like, and I thought like what a square ass fool. Right, right. Mm -hmm. In my mind, I thought what a square. And now I think he's right. He was fucking right. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> the fucking audacity coming with with dope on me and you know thinking that that was okay like right that, that was normal you know well at the time though thinking about it like it's kind of crazy right you're you're in the madness it's it's hard to think outside that box at the time it's fucking normal it's what it is you know and it takes little situations to to get you out of it um 
So you're doing all that. Eventually, you catch a prison sentence somewhere along. I do out there. In uh, for, for that in Seattle, oh, for, really? In, in, no, in, oh, I mean, in Oregon. Oregon. In Oregon, I end up going back and forth. Okay, and then I end up uh, when I end up going back, I end up going to a to a town called Ashland, and it's right as you come in. The senor had a little bit of work for me, and mm. I was with these girls. I was like, man, we are gonna try it out there, but it was so open that I was just open for doing crime. Mm. So I can go and walk in the CVS and grab whatever I want and just bad habits. I'm like, look, there's no camera. Oh, well, fuck it. Let me take this and let me do it. Because and you're coming from like, LA yeah, and now right. you're like, this, no, okay, okay, like, this is... oh, yeah. Like, like nobody's watching. No yeah, one's on the lookout. So like, good. like, we got this. Like, we do worse. Like, Damn. Like, yeah. Fuck it. So that, that mindset got me in trouble. Mm. There was some, some, some dudes out there that were selling, uh, selling a lot of yerba. And and uh, and and they need a reg just regular trees and I go yeah I got a plug in L A for reg regular weed no problem so I start taking the the yes got to mm. the, right but then uh, one time they're like oh well it's on consignment this time as it moves we'll give you the fair. I was like nah you crazy boy not the way things work yeah so the girl that I was with she was in my ear she was in my ear we're all drinking and she's in my ear I can't believe it got you and this and that so i like a dumbass listening to her i go and i take this pistol and i go rob like six people in the house because i by then i apparently we must have needed the feria already mm -hmm. or whatever the whatever she was in my fucking ear about mm -hmm. so i ended up going over there and and robbing like six people got gold and feria and all kind of shit and that's what got me in trouble some for some robberies out there so you get Damn. away at the time and everything, and then you they, they yeah just, I went they, on the run. You went on the run. Yeah, went on the <clears> run. <throat> Posted bail. Got, uh, went on the run, and I was out for about three years. And oh, I that's have a good I had run, nightmares huh? about that. I've had, I had three nightmares. years. Yeah, I was out here. I get stopped. I'd be shitting bricks, shitting bricks. Because you know the whole time something was pending up there yes. in Oregon. The robberies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember one time. Uh, they pull us over and 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 nothing, nothing comes up. Me and the little homies get pulled over in West LA Palms area, and I'm just there like the the most nervous one there. Right. Mm -hmm. Nervous, nervous. In nada, nada. They let us go. I remember one of the big homies drove, drove by. He's just looking at us. He drove by in his truck and he was just like tripping out on us. Mm -hmm. And I just couldn't, I can't help but to think what he was thinking, like if he was proud of us. At the moment I was thinking, like, yeah, I hope you, I hope you, you think this is it, you know? Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. That's what you, you felt in return at that point yeah, in time. You're looking him, at it and you're like, that's I validation. Was like, I was like, yes, you saw this. Yeah, like we in here, we out here, we, we out in the here. thick of it. Yeah. Yeah. So is but it I don't the, know what he thought in his mind. Of course. You know? Fuckups. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, you know. So is it? But in my head, I was like, "Yeah, fool, we out here. We are." It's the idea by. of the idea. It's yeah, you're like, gonna get hit, not him. You know what I mean? They done, they done lived it already. And, then, and in my core, and in my core, I'm fucking shaking in my boots. I'm like, Correct. "Yeah, fuck, they're about to take me to prison for these robberies." Crazy, homie. Crazy shit. Programmed. Correct. You know? Thinking it's normal too to Thinking live it's like normal. that. Yeah. 
to be on the same page, then I just want to understand that the idea of you getting pulled over and a cop being there is the idea that I was doing something hard enough to get to have a cop pull me up you know or pull up on me, something like that, right? Yeah. I'm just saying, really, kind of clarifying something. that for those viewers yeah. that don't understand. We, we That's, here for, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Trying to make a name out of ourselves. Whatever. Trying to get patches or doing whatever it is. Whatever. Now, yeah. Were you already tatted up a little bit on your face at that a time? No, but not that much. Once I started getting into tattoo, at that time, tattooing for me was prevalent because art was prevalent. Mm. <laughs> so I was tattooing homies. Really? So I oh, was you were the one homies. from the hood that was tattooing I was everybody, tattooing huh? Everyone. Okay. I was tattooing. Names, everyone. anything, come yeah. through. I'm I'm tatting yeah. you up. And not just that, I do house calls and shit. Okay. At that time, even you so you already had yeah. a little on, uh, entrepreneur mindset. Right. That's what you would call that now. You come know. On. So I had my little kid. I remember yeah. going to La Tres in Compton. And uh this this homie in a wheelchair that this homie from Santa Monica linked me up with. Um he like gives me like 300, 400 bucks. And he's like, tattoo everybody. And in the front of the pad, Daniel Alambres that ran all the way to the back. And you know, the pads right, in Compton are huge, right? So all the way in the back, he had a little monitor. And he'd sit there in his wheelchair staring at the monitor. But he'd have traffic all day long. What? I don't know what he was doing. None of my business, but Correct. I was sitting there tattooing everybody. You're tattooing. Tattooing and those three, four hundred, that was the most fetty I ever made in a day. Damn. So I was all excited to tattoo five, ten, six, whatever the case might be. You're still on the run at this time? When you kind of discover this idea of like, fuck, if I can get 300, right. I mean, let me see what I, I do with it. Come. My life was a mess. I don't know. Could have yeah, been. Yeah, yeah, shit. I mean, I shit. Could have been, yeah. Probably. Okay, so, so how was it uh, you getting busted? How did that happen? Getting caught and all that, and then and then we'll kind of go into. It was a relief, man. <clears throat> a relief. You know how when people are like, "Oh, I was relieved," mm -hmm. but they're gonna be washed up, you know? Yeah. It's because you're yeah. like right there thinking about it and thinking about it and thinking about it. You know what I mean? You're just thinking about it, stressing on it, stressing on the crime, stressing on the time, all of that. Which you so, didn't even yeah. have an idea like this carries this amount of years at um, the time. When I was in the county, they had just passed. Measure eleven laws in the state of Oregon, so like mm. for robberies and and violent crimes, there were a minimum of like seven and a half years Holy per shit. charge. Yeah, so I had a, I had an idea. Mm -hmm. I had an idea. Yeah. So was, that, that I could see where that thought of like fuck right, it, I'm gonna yeah. go on the run because this is a good stretch. You yeah. know, I don't want to. Um, how was the Oregon system getting processed through there and doing all that? It was interesting. <clears throat> it was different. When I got there, I was like, where the homies at? And they threw me That's in the hole. That's what I'm assuming? They yeah. They threw me in the hole. Really? Like, oh, you're a gang member? Boom, throw me in the hole. What right was away. It, what was predominantly so there? I spent like five days in the hole. God damn, Five okay. days until they could figure out what they wanted to do with me. But I was, I remember when I got there, I was like, I'm going to go with the homies. Take me to the homies. They were like, oh, yeah? We got you. Bunch of cowboys. No mm. way. Like, there ain't no homies here, fool. Damn. So in general, no Mexicans like that? No, there were. There, there were. were. But they didn't like, like, they didn't want you to have no infrastructure. Like, they didn't want you to come and try and, you know, especially Stilo, the, the down LA. south, Stilo, yeah, yeah. and all that, yeah. Where you come from? Oh, okay. We got you. They crash the pad all the time, check our shit all the time. Yeah, me, the homie girl, Sharky from Outdoor Little Watts, a couple other girls. 
You guys but all got was, busted together up there? No, they just guys that I met. Oh, you met? Um, you yeah. okay? There was already some dudes there was up there. Homies, yeah. Um, um, you felt like that stretch kind of got your thought process moving along a little more about maybe other things? Yeah. Or how? What, what was I your mindset like at that time? Yeah, I felt <clears throat> like it. I didn't have nobody like my 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 kid's mom wouldn't come see me. I didn't really want her to come see me. My FI, I didn't encourage her to come see me because then I'd see the homies at their visits. And they come back like all of those. Instead of coming back happy, yeah, come back on mm. sad. And I was like, nah, I can't do my time like that. Fuck that. I'm drawing. I'm kicking it. I ain't doing that. So I write them and I converse with them as much as I could. But I don't. I don't recall allowing myself to have that. You were yeah. tattooing in there as well, or no? Yeah, that's a good question. That was a that was a charge. That was oh, like man. escape. That was escape. So they weren't playing. They really weren't mm, playing yeah, out there. Nah. Huh? So if you had like a needle or you had stuff like that, or even a blade, you know what I mean? Like cut up your books or to make a frame. Cut up a summer sausage. Or a notepad huh? yeah. or the summer sausage, whatever. <clears throat> that was a charge. That was a escape charge. Oh, man. Fuck. So you really had to be careful with that shit. You had to really, really be careful with blades and things like that. So machines, I, I just wanted to go home. But I, I knew fools that were tattooing a little bit, and I was intrigued. I wanted to get blasted. There was a okay. homie that was that was a, a lifer there, Rick Salazar. Psh, bad motherfucker in the system. Bad for the arte. Slanging ink yeah. in there? Yeah. So in that, in that system, they put you with everybody? Lifers, there's no level one, level two, level three? Uh, I think once... No, there was lifers in there. Yeah, yeah? They were. okay, that's pretty crazy yeah. that they just put everybody. I think there were levels <clears throat> according to your behavior, I think. Like, okay, tranquis, and they were going to put you in, yeah, in medium yard, and you know, that makes sense. Yeah, but if you're getting in the pedals, then they were going to transport you to like OSP to the Pen Oregon State Penitentiary. That's where more and more, mm. more of the lifers are at that time. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's how I was at the time. I don't know how it is now, but. Okay, so, so so you so you go through that whole journey and you get out, and, and what was the plan now that you get out? What was uh did you start? And I know rap ended up becoming a big part of your journey too. Man, what a trip! When <clears throat> I was in there, that's when I start listening to like Conejo and yeah. Nasty Boys mm. Click and all that because the homies in there loved it. They're like, hey, okay, fool, you love, I can see you that. like Conejo and you like Nasty Boy Click and I, I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> what is that? Mm-hmm. Like what? Are you kidding me? I mean, that's that's the hottest shit around. What you mean? That's your shit. That's your shit from. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know it. Mm-hmm. I listen to MC8 and South Central corrupt Cartel and, and corrupt yeah. and that. You know, <clears throat> I don't, I don't play homie music, but all the homies in there love that shit. They loved it. They loved it. And then when you got out, when I got out, and then yeah, when I got out, there was shit like. Uh, what was that shit on Sundays where they only played Chicano? Oh, Pocos Pero Locos. Psh, <laughs> Crazy, huh? So that's when you got to hear. And I remember, I remember like, man, I'm going to do that soon. I'm going to do that somehow. I'm going to do that. So it struck a little nerve. It hit with you. It stuck yeah. with you a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it stuck with me a little bit. <clears throat> it stuck with me. I ended up running into this, this rapper and... Uh, and I was like, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll buy the tracks. You get on the records. Like, that's how motivated okay. I was. Like, 
let's start, let me produce your next album type shit. I got a little feria because I was released from prison and then I got this little job and kind of mm-hmm. stacked my bread in, 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 in Oregon. Then when I got old, I was like, I'm going home. This shit is the same me. So you mm. got out from Oregon State Prison, and then you stayed in Oregon for from a little o- bit. From, o- from OSCI, okay. Oregon State Correctional Institution. And, and then I stayed a little bit, but it was a, I don't know. The calm okay. life wasn't for me at the time. Gotcha, mm. gotcha. It was two trunkies. And the girl that I was with, I was in my ear. We had kids, more kids now. And oh, so okay. Awesome. She was a little, it wasn't all that. It wasn't all that. So I didn't want to be out there fighting with her and, under those circumstances, I just rather come home, mm-hmm. and then how, that's how I developed, you know, like found the interest because I was around people that were into that. I kind of like. So you, you know, end up going pretty far with it. You end up being one of the the names in that whole scene. I don't want to say bless. Chicano rap scene. You guys were, I would say, rap Chicano. You, you know, some people have uh, their mixed feelings they about don't it. Don't offend me. Um, no, Chicano. it doesn't. It doesn't either. Yeah, definitely. Um, right. You know what I mean. Me. My, my um, music sold at the swap meets. I didn't. I ain't no take no offense in that. Yeah, it's a blessing. Brown dollars pushed pushed us. Hundred percent. Brown dollars, yeah. And even uh, a lot of the other rap that's going on right now. It's what do they say? The market is driven by you know by Latinos really. Beautiful. For a lot of the the, the yeah, it's a beautiful thing. So to put a name on it, it's kind of crazy. But um, you end up having a big name in it. What what was the deal with that? You went kind of far with it. Um. What was the the outcome with it, and and did you stop? I don't want to say I don't know if you stopped. I I was aware of like the three one zero West days, all those uh the do you want a gang bang? You want to come to the hood tonight? Yeah, I was aware all of all the those classics. the classics. <laughs> um, yeah, we kept pushing. You guys we kept can. pushing. Yeah, I kept pushing. So you got a crew together. You guys are doing well in rap, slaying CDs, making merch again, entrepreneurship, kind of, getting it going. Kind of, kind of. Okay, it was driven by negativity. You know, really? Yeah, it's all homies. You know, with a chip on their shoulder, and mm. I can you know, see that we don't I get along with these guys, and all those guys think they're better than us, and you know, the 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 money that motivated that situation was not that great. It was all, you know. Would you say you you invested more money than you than you get back from it? Um, well, at the time, again, it was all negativity driven. So the money that was. Okay. You know, yeah. invested from that was not from a good place. You Correct. know, it was it was like um, you know, we didn't know what we were doing. We were just we we're just having fun. Yeah. We we're just having fun with it. And 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 the main motivator that to that situation, he he was like, Man, you got this, you're driven, you you're talented, you could do this. Here, write ten albums. Damn, and I'm yeah, like, what? He said, yeah, don't write one, write 10. He's like, and check it out. Instead of writing just one, you, you know, like, look, you got all the homies, write something for him and write something for them. And now we got a big catalog. And so the, 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 the entrepreneur mindset was a collective. It wasn't, it wasn't all okay. on my own. Mm. No, it was a collective. I mean, I was a workhorse, but still there was you know, ideas and, and, and I think uh, work ethic that came from other members of the group, but it wasn't all positive, you know, it was all, 
you know, a lot of negative in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which yeah. which you're still kind of young at the time. I'm of thinking course. under thirty at the time. No, yeah, right for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, so so let's go now in thirties more or less. Music is that still a thing at this point in the thirties? And when did tattooing start becoming the thing? Well, <clears throat> here's the thing. I got busted for a little bit when I came back out. I started realizing everybody who swapped me CDs I was able to get now have social media pages. Mm. And so I started finding everybody. And when I found you again, I started seeing more of the tattooing and the, and the uh, portraits and the art. Amazing. Um, and then murals. I think you were doing a yes. bunch of murals. And then, um, yeah, yeah. When did that kind of, I'm not saying overtake the music or your name with the music, but I felt like that became tattoo, uh, Spanky Local Tattoo. That became the thing. Beautiful. <clears throat> um, I left it alone when I started doing the music, which I wanted to kick myself Damn. in the head over. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. It was like I thought I needed to be hyper-focused on music, and so I stopped doing tattooing, but I've been tattooing before I was doing music. And it's interesting because maybe from a, from an, you know, an outside view, you think, oh, this rapper trying to be a tattooer. But no, that's my early roots. Like That was your... your... Yeah, I go to different barrios and tattoo all kind of homies. I tattoo homies and get tatted by homies and you know I think authentic LA shit yeah so uh, and real quick and that just makes me think that when tattoos had stories like real stories behind them well when there was no social media you could see people's work and you knew where they were from nah, you knew nice. the homies like you'd mm. come oh yeah oh that's so and so from Lennox mm. or really? that's homie from Santa Monica or that's so and so from that's it like and and fools would know because that was where the mouth was strong. Mm -hmm. That's like how how would E forty sell an album in the eighties? Like how would E forty sell a crazy, you know, platinum album in the streets out the trunk? Word of mouth, word of mouth was everything. So the same in the system, word of yeah. mouth is everything. So when you see arte, you'd be like, oh yeah, that's so and so from. Oh yeah, who did that? Oh yeah, so, and a lot of these guys were freehand artists. They. Drew on your skin, which is a, a, a like a lost craft almost. That's something I love doing now. I only do a freehand tattoo. Is that right? Okay. But at the, uh, uh, going back to the question, at the time I was like, um, "No, nah, well, I'm not doing tattooing. I ain't got no time for that. I'm gonna do music, but I want to kick myself in the head for 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 not doing both, sticking mm, with the art there and and doing that different art form." You know, but it really consumed me. I was really involved with that. We got huge distribution through EMI Latin at the time, which was a big North American distribution company. Got yeah. us in the, like, uh, you know, Sam Goodies and Warehouse Music. And when I was in the malls, you know. When Sam Goodies, huh? Yeah, Warehouse Music. If you remember yeah. that. Yeah, I remember walking in and there was like a display. In the very last days of that of that era, you know, CDs and all that. I remember seeing a big old display. I was like, damn, crazy. And I feel like that was our our push to the next level. And then uh, I want to say uh, 2008, during the, the recession and all of that, I think, I think music was not as prevalent. So therefore, our group, it became smaller and smaller, nah. smaller because... I'd get booked for Japan, or I'd get booked for Europe, whatever, and they didn't they didn't want to pay for everyone's trip now. Wow. They're like, oh, we want to pay just for your trip. You were traveling yeah, like that's that? That's what I want oh, to yeah. say. Touch on, what's this Japan what thing? How fuck? does that I even didn't... happen? What's, oh, what's yeah, this? Homie. Oh, yeah, Rome. 
police, Japan, Japan like a dozen times. Based really? off of the tattooing Girl, or the music at this point? Music and tattooing. And and now, okay. Yeah. Madrid, Barcelona. You've been to all these places. Yeah, Moscow. What? What was Moscow, that? Russia, what that is insane, fuck? man. What was that experience like going for going from where you came from, now going to a whole different culture, a whole different Man, I dreamt of that shit. That's of right. Being able to do shit like that. <clears throat> my first dream was to be in New York. That was my biggest dream. Mm. The big apple. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? We're kids. Yeah. yeah, especially the graffiti and everything. Right. Like, man, I mean, hell yeah, New that's York. The motherland, yeah. hip hop, of art, graffiti mm -hmm. art. And yeah, I went to a, with my group, went to a, the Latin rap conference. Okay. Which people are familiar with that. That was an active event. They'd have it like yearly, or I don't remember who put that on, but it'd be, it'd be relevant people there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember seeing uh, Little One, Mr. Okay, Little shout One. Shout out Little One. Shout out, shout out Mr. Little One. Yeah. A few relevant people were at, at these events. This was in New York. And that was our first Interesting, like, huh? Having people from our coast over there and, yeah. and being like a we thing. We had there. to, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. We had to. And it was a good it was a good look. It was a good, you know, form of representation and you know, aspirations to do bigger things. Oh, we came here, fuck it, let's go. Let's go to Europe, you know? Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, we'd get booked to 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 do these events okay. and shows and things. Once once the economy didn't allow it, then I was going by myself. This and is this is course, after 2008? Yeah. Okay. And then of course that that started raves, started issues uh, and things, you know? Internal problems and things. Mm -hmm. Could have been other mechanics in there, other parts of the, but that was very prevalent, I feel like, you know? But it was in my, call you know mm -hmm. i had to survive i had kids i had to figure it out mm -hmm. and if you couldn't be happy for me then we're probably never friends to begin with to begin with yeah yeah let me ask some going out there or wherever you may have been was there any time where it was like what kind of stuff tripped you out like where you're like what the fuck i didn't like what the fuck everything. is going on here the whole thing everything everything tripped me out what was what was it that kind of tripped you out though the people the food the culture, the everything, everything. I'm, I'm assuming you're just sitting there thinking. Like, yeah. Man, I'm from, yeah. I'm from L and I'm, I, I'm I a loser. This... I'm a straight loser. I'm a loser. I'm born to lose. And I'm here. And God I'm here. Bless. And so that's a driving, you know, thing also. Like, nah, I'm not a loser. And, and, and if we all had, uh, an inclusive state of mind, we could all enjoy this. Mm -hmm. We could all see the country, the 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 world. There you go. You know, we could all travel. We could all eat great. We could all do great things. Be cultured. You know, how many times you tell people you want some sushi? Ugh. Mm -hmm. Right, right, That's disgusting. right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Or if or you tried or, it, or I want to go would... out. Let's go to Vegas. I want to go yeah. out of the country. Let's go to Vegas. <laughs> Why for what? You know. <clears throat> Uh, let's kick it here in the hood. Yeah. Nah, go see things, try new things, try new flavors, try Mediterranean food, mm. right? Try a little sushi, try some Vietnamese coffee, try a little Italian coffee, try some Brazilian churrasco, try, you know what I'm saying? That sounds nuts, bro. Yeah. I didn't even know, I didn't even know about that. Sao well, Paulo, Brazil, did event there. What was your favorite spot thus far? 
like yeah, you. There you it's go. Japan, I, I, I got a okay. lot of love for Japan. Japan always has shown love. Is the Chicano culture out there real big? The way they portray it when they get those little thirty-minute documentaries of like lowrider scene out there. Is oh, that yeah. really what it is though? Yeah. Okay, so I like love if that. You go to, if you go to like uh, Osaka's a, a nice, beautiful spot, and it's like uh, it's a it's a like a hot spot for cruising, and but it's interesting because you'll see like a fleet of lowriders pass by. And then you'll see the fleet of Hummers, Hummers. pass by. And then you'll see the fleet of Lambos pass by. So it's like, uh, it's you know, car culture, no, ma no matter what it is, it's, it's popping. Yeah. It's popping. You know? They've also adopted like the, the fits too, no? Like that whole tattoos, look, the ball-headed look, the ball head tattoos. What are your thoughts on that? When you see that, like it what? It used to be a lot more prevalent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know when it, you know when the rap scene was popping, there was a lot more homies doing that. Of course, everyone was that was the scene. Now it's you still have it, but I feel like back then in the mid nineties or whatever that was, it was popping. Two thousand, yeah, popping. Hey, so one thing that's popping into my head is you going out and experiencing all these spots and all these new, literally a whole different world. What was that doing to you mentally, as far as like? Um, what the next big thing was going to be for you? What was your next right, uh, a step in life with all that and solidifying your place and whatever you were, it was doing that because you're like, fuck, if I was fucking up, I wouldn't be in Japan. I wouldn't be in Russia per se, man, you know? Going back to art. So oh, art, man. that's when I was like, okay, I need to be tattooing. I connected with a few tattoo artists and they kind of got me exposed to what what's what now. Mind you, I, I had this old ass equipment from... You know what I'm saying? From when I was in, in the hoo-banging days with the homies, like mm -hmm. doing these backyard boogies with the with the homies in Compton or whatever, you know? That's like, right. I wasn't, you know, keen to what's what. And then I link up with some cats that set me up with equipment and set me up with gear and set me up with new machines and set me up with stuff. And from there, it was like, okay, oh, this rapper trying to be a tattoo artist. And I had to break that stigma. You had to go through that, yeah. Of course. Oh, look at him, trying to tattoo. Being mm. one of us, again, again, making you feel like you're not included, mm. making you feel like you're not part, like you're not part of that, right? So I think hard work trumps everything. So for me, hard work, like if I didn't want to lose, then I had to work for that. I had to stay consistent. I had to write music. Mm -hmm. I had to do drawings. I had to do tattoos. No matter what, that was my passion. That's what I was going to do. That's the only thing I could do. So I was going to do it the best way that I could. And so because I had the music outlets now and strong following, then, of course, putting out a flyer and say, hey, I'm going to be in Portland for the weekend. Who wants to get blasted? Yeah, that's Boom. hard. I book up for the weekend. Damn. Off rip. You were already off Quick. rip. That's you were fucking nuts. Quick. <clears throat> so I'd be like, yeah, it's a blessing. Let's go. And then from there, it was like, I'm in town. We're tattooing. Let's go hit some walls. Let's go hit some trains. So now I go do that. So I take paint, take, you know, and then from there the customers will come. Oh, I have a restaurant. Can you come hit it? Come do it. Hey, I have a kennel in my pad. Hey, can you come hit it? Mm. Hey, I have a, a. Can you come hit my house? I've had three, four clients tell me, "Come blast my house up." That's hard. I love that, bro. That and, and you know why I love it too? Drawing, tattooing, music. 
is literally everybody that's growing out the hood or coming up in these marginalized communities. Those are things that are accessible. The majority of the kids are doing drawing. The majority of the kids are rapping. The majority of kids are, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm, so it's something a... like you get to see somebody that's stuck with it and is fucking amazing doing huh. his shit. You know, you're doing what you're, what the you're doing. You hated me for it. Yeah, right. there you go. Now Perfect imagine, example of it. Now imagine, <clears throat> imagine they had nurtured me. Imagine they had lifted me. Crazy. Imagine they really put me in that position. You know what I'm saying? Would have happened a lot sooner without all the hardship, I would think. Yeah, but I'm grateful for all the hardship. 100%. Mm -hmm. That's I'm what grateful. makes you. Yeah, I'm grateful for it. <clears throat> and it's no lie. I don't need a lie. You know, there's a lot of guys who are like, oh, yeah, I killed 20 guys. Oh, yeah, I've been in prison my whole life. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I, I, I lie. I don't give a fuck about that. Mm -hmm. I didn't do that much time. God bless. God bless. I didn't kill nobody, I don't think. God bless. Mm -hmm. Intentionally, you know? Right, right, right. Right? Like, <clears throat> you know, I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm. You, you're you, you have your lane, and right. I love the fact that it worked for you, bro. Mm -hmm. However way you want to see it, it, it worked for you, you know? I only do authentic stuff. There you go. I don't try and do things that don't fit. You know, I've tried it before, like, oh, let me do the hustler shit. Let me do the grinding shit. Let me do, and it's not hustler shit. Like, yeah, I hustle, but I'm not, I'm not the epitome of that. I think I'm the epitome of Chicanismo and struggle and penitentiary art and Chicano art and what, what, what it means to be Chicano. You know, I grew yeah. up that way. I grew up in that struggle and that's, that's, that's what I embody. And, and I love it and I'm blessed. Like, I'm blessed that that niche works out for me. I've done trade shows, I've done conventions, I've done all of that. It's a business now, it's a brand, it's a it's a thing now. And then now slowly we've progressed into nonprofit work. Mm. You know, the need for supporting our people, the need for, you know, giving a little bit of love to encourage kids in the right direction, to be tattoo artists, to be musicians, to be yeah. producers, to yes. be all of that, right? Using now the tools that that we needed back then to help out this generation. You know, everyone's on their phone. You're not looking at, oh, look, the principal has 2,000 2, likes <laughs> and 500 comments. Mm -hmm. And, oh, look, the counselor got 20,000 views. And no, no, these are not the people we're emulating, unfortunately, right? right? So we got to use the tools that we have, like art, like tattooing, like hip hop, music, all these things, and use them to 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 nurture our kids, use them to lift our kids. I walk into the institution and, I mean, I'm going like this. You know, do, I'm not do, putting do the no foundation down. I'm not putting no foundation. No, no, no. I'm not, oh, hi, how you doing? My name is Javier Silva. I'm here to, a la verga. Yeah, yeah. I'm spanky. I want to talk to the kids, to other brown kids. And I correlate with their story, I feel like. Mm. So I would like to, you know, and and a lot are not receptive. Right. A lot are, get the fuck out of here. The, the, you're talking to the kids or the no, people no, that the you people have to present to? The, the institutions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A lot are not, you know, hmm. nah. So, sounds so, too empowering. Yeah. And that's what uh, it sounds like. That's and, crazy. And that's what I'm thinking. So you go up, so, so you master the music. You're doing the tattoo, you're doing it all, you mastered all this stuff. 
you end up moving to Seattle. And in Seattle, you experience something where just it was different from LA just recently, right? Yeah. Um, and that was seeing that they didn't have no programs. They didn't have any resources. There really wasn't anything re-entry wise or anything to steer any of these kids in, in, in the right direction. Um, what was the first thing that exposed you to that or what did you see? And we touched on it before. Yeah. Maybe it could have been off camera, but, but maybe. I had a little situation at my shop. I had a shop by the airport and I felt like the area of the city could have came to our aid a little better. Uh. Had my shop been in Bellevue's like a area that has nice area. Yeah, out there. Had my shop been uh, in Bellevue, they're not going to let my shop stay vandalized and broke down and a lot of the businesses in that area are like that so it wasn't like you know it wasn't like uh, like oh these are problems that that's their problems let them figure it out right that's what it was like instead of oh you're a t you're a community member you're bringing business to the area you're definitely bringing people from there's a uh, there's a 1%, 2% of hotel feria that gets allocated towards the arts in Seattle. I oh, put shit. in on that. Oh, shit. I bring out people. People fly out. They got to stay in hotels. Well, a percentage Definitely. of that feria goes towards the beautification of Seattle. I've applied for grants for beautification jobs, for boxes, for walls. Of course, when you send my Chica art, when you send what we do, they're like, Mm. It's not. Oh, nah, man. Let's put some Sasquatch up. Let's put mountains and pines and things like that. You feel me? Some some uh, Bob Ross type. You know, and they don't. You know, so of course, again, we're not welcome. We're not welcome to the table. We're not allowed to to be part of that. You feel me? So right away, you get to seeing how the system is. You get to seeing like, okay, I'm trying it the right way. Right? I'm trying to be resourceful and, and make things move along the right way, but it's not it's not moving the way we we'd expect if yeah. especially in this color, in this skin. You know, it's criminalized, they don't understand it. It ain't like there's a huge lowrider scene or like there's a huge this and that. It's not that prevalent. I told you we're the minority there. Mm -hmm. So they're like, please, we'll help you when we help you. You get what you get, basically. You get what you get. So then that's where my, my, I think my, my desire for, you know, yeah. pushing brown, brown love and pushing the importance of inclusivity was prevalent to me. Maybe it's my trauma from not being allowed at the table mm -hmm. to learn with the other white kids. But at the end of the day, I don't want my children to suffer. I'm not going out there and putting in on this 1% of these hotels and things and helping out the economy is in the Pacific Northwest so that we can be left out. Mm. Hell no. Nah. And, huh? and I love the fact that, that you weren't passive about it. You're one of the rare people that actually fucking said, I'm a, let me figure something out. And so now you started your own full-blown nonprofit. I did. God is great. Locals. Locals. That is That's insane. Hard. Most people children. would be like, it is what it is. You actually put your best yeah, foot forward. They were, and you... they were like, well, we can help you if... If you were in, I remember coming to this uh, location, it was like uh, an organization that helped out organizations. But when I looked up, like, 
help for brown businesses, support for brown businesses. I need to get my shop running. I need to get my shop running again. So I'm looking at beautification, feria, seed funding, something to come and support my yep. my business, a grant, something. Mm-hmm. Right? I had already dropped like 30 racks in the setting up shop, having my equipment, having this and that done, getting getting it set up, advertisement, this and that. But fuck that. There's got to be resources. Nada. Nothing, Nothing huh? So this is in Seattle. Is Seattle the main city? Would that be like LA, the biggest? Uh, Seattle, I want think is the most recognizable. Okay, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's like, you know, I I don't really stay in. I'm like on the outskirts. Yeah, but it's for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep, yep. It's for a reason. It's a different viaje where I'm at. Way different viaje. And I like it. At first, I didn't understand it. Now I I love it. It's because it's completely different so from... Tropedo. Yeah. Are you in a, in like a greenery area? Like now... Of course. That's beautiful. Of course. Like open space, no Twilight. neighbors, like... Twilight, door. huh? Twilight. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Like Beatles, this is... Yeah, shit. I mean, you're, <laughs> and you're probably tired of the cars and all that. It's about right. time. You, hear some le- you see the leaves fall in the fall, you know? Like fresh like, air. You see our family in the west side. We're in the west side and you can hear all this madre, the choppers and the round flies. That's nuts. And you can hear it. Hey, and now the homeless, like, oh, how do you shit. feel, you know? Like, oh, shit, right? As to where before yeah. it was like, it's part of the white noise. It don't matter. But me, I could tell when I'm here, I'm like, mm, okay. It's nuts. When we went to Atlanta, we took some of the, the youngsters with us. They're they're right here from the area, too. Yeah. Nice. And Sounds crazy. They, uh, I loved it. They a shout out to Kai. Kai people warm. They well more. They brought them to the house. Warm welcoming. Welcoming. They were like, they cook for them and everything. But we went at night, and it's loud at night. But not loud in the way that it is out here. It's loud in crickets, uh, animals, <laughs> stars. Yeah. Loud as fuck. Nice. And, and you you see it in their faces, like yo, recording the noises <laughs> of yeah. the of the nighttime, Amazing. like. Cause they don't hear that, and there's actually stars. Yeah, oh, man, so stars. Yeah, <laughs> but it's there's crazy. Sky, you know, they. Yeah. You see, one of them were like, one of them were like, yeah, like, dude, it's crazy. Like, you know, nobody ever talks about being able to see the sun go down. Nobody talks about being able to see stars. But like, being here is like, damn, I want to yes. see this. And that's that's important. Yeah, that's culturing our people, mm-hmm. right? By showing them that there's things outside of our area, you know, way many more things. That's just a little glimpse of what's outside of the area, and it's all a beautiful thing. We allowed that. We Correct. should be allowed to enjoy all that. Have Exposing access to all that. Yeah. I so think being out there, I think like, you know, oh, you you need to be an organization. That's what that's what triggered me. So so while you're trying to get resources yeah. and trying to help out the youngsters all on your own, you were getting roadblocked a lot. And somebody was telling the reason, one of the reasons is you have to be an organization in so, order to- So when I was trying to help out my own situation, my own shop. Okay, that was the first step, yeah. That's when they're like, oh no, we we, we have grants and we have feria, but you have to be an organization. Yeah. You're not an organization. So I'm like, mm. I'll be back. There you go. Yeah. I'll be there right back. There you go. Let me go handle this real quick. And it was something that I've been, you know, been on my mind, on my in my heart for a long time. So I go, this is the perfect time. But it 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 was a year of like, that's all I did, knocking on doors and going to city council me- you know, talking to city council members and trying to talk to the mayor and going to the city planner and all of that. 
trying to understand the system, understanding what our position is, where we belong, how we work, where we sit in the picture, and all of that, homie, all of that. Sitting there applying for economic development positions and trying to be part of that and stuff that I normally... Yeah, but probably I don't belong there. Man. I don't belong there. That ain't for me. I don't belong there. Right? Again, automatically like Xing yourself out. Right. Yeah. But as soon as I pull up, just, you know, Aka, yeah, of course, I'm the elephant in the room, but I love okay, hearing I what's going on. Mm -hmm. I love knowing, like, okay, this is what you're doing with the feria here in the area. This is why my shop is not in order. This is why you ain't got no love for us. And show me where these other, you guys are a, a city. You guys get funded. You guys have grants and feria that's allocated for your demographic. Where is that going? And then you go and meet these other organizations and you come and it's a big building like this. Buildings and, oh, we do a podcast here, but there's no one there. Over here, it's computer mm. programming, but it's a bunch of computers. No one's in there. Mm. And then oh, you ask man. them, like, well, when do the kids... Oh, we can't let the cholos in here. They'll, they'll ruin everything. Mm. That sounds and crazy, I'm like, man. What? So then you start seeing, like, the, the problems with the system. Like, they're giving feria, but they're not giving it to the right people, or they're giving it to questionable people. Mm -hmm. I couldn't say. Correct. Yeah, I feel like... I couldn't say. But <clears throat> the mm -hmm. leaders could be could be better chosen i think and these are all latino driven representatives yeah, out there really latino really for that area yeah yeah okay that's but interesting again it's not it's the not latino mindset it's yeah it's not we're not the majority so now we got this gatekeeper mentality now uh -huh. we're oh well you don't look like our kind of latino you're not you no we don't help that kind we help this kind you know what I mean? Like quick, quick question on that sidebar. Did you ever have like a crazy interaction with one of these council people? Them seeing you on the like maybe True. you talking on the phone and not knowing that you're blasted like that? Has there been something funny like that where they're like ah or something? Yeah. I mean the city planner was like, We don't got no resources for you. We don't got nothing for you. And so when I show up to be part of the economic development program, like then they're then they're like, Oh shit. Right. And I'm sure they were like what? Like, who the fuck is this? Yeah. Of course, the application, they didn't accept it. I was denied. I didn't I didn't get the position. What was, yes. the, what was the reasoning behind it? The, I don't know. The, I don't they didn't get, even go that uh, far, huh? I don't think so, no. But, you know, it was things that I had to get out of my system. Correct. It wasn't for me, you know, and I say it to say, like, I don't want to be part of no circus. Like, I don't want to be part of that. My energy could be in actually working with the youngsters and actually making a change and actually... Not deciphering what you're doing behind closed doors and what you're really up to and who you're actually helping. Correct. You know, helping yourself, really. And, and, and you touched on it. And so you're actually doing that now. You said you have upwards of 150 kids that you're working with under locals or they're part yeah, of locals. That's good. Yeah. That is insane. That's a lot great. of kids. That's a lot of youth that you're uh, touching, yeah. man. That's like, you're, you're actually, that's impactful, bro. You know, that, that's huge, man. Weekly. Yeah. Weekly. Weekly. We so what kind of activities are happening like with we're that? We're doing creative writing. We're doing photography. We're doing tattooing. Yes. Damn. Tattooing. That's hard. We're painting. We're doing graffiti art. They built some walls for me so I could have the kids tag them all up. I mean, we do whatever I want. They give me the llaves and they're like, here, 
yeah, yeah. We believe in what you do. We believe in what you do. We believe in your in your legacy, what you've done, the acting, the you know, all of that. The traveling, the, the music, the arte. You've done some acting too? God is great. I really did. Really? Right. Where? Yeah, I really did. What? Which, which what, one? Yeah, that? what were you in? It's out of curiosity. NBC but... Good Girls was a good one. Okay. Little cameo real quick. Little quick one. Couple you feel like because you're blasted, you get more stuff now? Now that you got the full? Yeah. I remember yeah. you, when you... I don't know if you had even... I don't know if it was anything in the face back in no. the, those 2006, right. five. Right, right. No. Seven. As I get, got more into the tattooing, that goes I got more... Hand. A gang of more artists wanted to tattoo me. Mm. And, and uh, I'm more around that crowd, so of That's course right. I wanted to get blasted. Of course, I want to. I, I stopped getting tattooed and started collecting, so started collecting arte. Okay, so I collect, you know, collecting in Barcelona, collecting Germany, smooth, collecting, you know, Texas. You collect, put something That's on hard. That's what I'm taking yeah, with me. From okay. legend, legendary artists. That's uh, rest hard. In peace, Bug. Rest in peace, book, book dinero. Okay, uh, a gang of different. That's better than a little shot glass that you bring back from Japan. No, Straight it's up, like yeah. you got ink yeah. that that show. That and then again, from legendary you. artists, though I'm sure I don't know the names like that, but I'm sure if you're in the trade in the industry, you yeah. probably you know these guys are big dogs. Yeah, to, you know? yeah. Guys that I see their art when I was out there taking my equipment in these backyard missions, and I'd have photocopies of their stuff and stuff that I'm emulated. You know, that's fucking hard. Right. Yeah. right. And I'm right there getting blasted with them and blasting with them. And, you know, I'm like, like a fan, like, oh, shit. Right, right, right. Yeah. And, and it's been exciting to to pave my own way. Correct. Pave my own way. I don't be with no clique artists or no groups or no this or that. Mm -hmm. You're doing Inclusivity, you. homie. I never been, I've been, I never been allowed into the group, homie. So I make my own group. Our shows, never been invited. I threw my own. That's what's up. You know what I mean? Events, car show, whatever. I do my own. You know, we're not invited. We make our own. You know? And these I days I've it, been man. working on Arte. Uh, so now I do paintings and do, like, higher-end stuff. I had uh, art pieces uh, shown in in, uh, in Washington. I got a, a collection that I put into, uh, or, or that I had um, put into a, a museum. Nice. In the area of Bainbridge Island, nice little spot across the water from Seattle. Beautiful. Ha, have place. the kids gotten a chance to go over there and check that stuff out and see that the person that they're under, you know, that that's my youngsters. Yeah, mm -hmm. I actually, um, I I I sh went and took some of the arte there before I okay. took it to the museum. Gotcha. So I brought the arte there, finished up the last little pieces there. They have nice big open areas, so I was able to like glaze some of them throw resin on them there and the director is super good to me he's the one that gives me the keys and he's like okay by all means but then again i'm also receptive and i do you know i get a little stipend to, to help my kids and then i come nice. and do volunteer volunteer hours and then um i volunteer to do art there and have donated uh uh thirty thousand dollars in 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 artwork to the foundation so it's a blessing, you know. I, I, you know, it's a give and take relationship. Correct. You know what I mean? Like, have you held like any uh, art shows for the kids where the community people can come through and probably even buy their paintings or buy anything like that? Have you done anything like that to that extent? I've, I, I've, I've, I feel like 
I've had the passion to to organize organize situations like that. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, I think like partnering with the right people has been in, extremely important to me mm-hmm. because not only do I want to showcase like the art, I would like to do like a legislative tour of the art. So like the kids painting on shoes or drawing on shoes and saying, uh, uh, walk, walk uh, a day in the life in my shoes. And then they 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 draw on the shoes and, and draw what their what their water looks like or what That's their area could potentially mm-hmm. look like. And then you do a legislative tour with the shoes and put them up for dis put them up for display so we can go out and talk about some of the issues that are hindering us as as a community. So that's been my my idea. Like when I do it, I like to try and do it as best as I can. That's high level, bro. That's high level thinking yeah, right there yeah. too, bro. And I've, and I've gotten you know it ain't it ain't been all fallas. You know, in this game, you know, you got to be prepared to have doors close on you and mm-hmm. all of that, you know. And so I feel like the more doors you knock on, the, the better response you're going to get. And I've got some good partners out there. Mm-hmm. I got, you know, people that believe in our in our mission. And that's been exciting, you know. That's fucking smooth, I love it, man. Yeah, I, it sounds like those kids are receptive, I too, know. man. They love it. They love it. They love it. They just graduated <clears throat> my, my uh, it's two cycles. It's two cycles and... Uh, They've been, uh, um, they graduate, they give them school credits, so then they graduate them. They have to stay at the institution up to six months, five and a half months, and then there's two cycles. So they just had a graduation, and I got to see 156 of my kids Fuck. graduate with their with their credits, and, you know, it was a five-month mission. Each each month I go in there, and we I breathe positivity into them. They want to quit, and they want to hang it up. They don't yeah, want to... Yeah. All of that. And I'm like, man, you could do it. You already did it this far. You got this. You got this. We got this. And I come with prints, and I'm giving out prints, and I'm giving out arte, and I'm like, candy, $125 prints. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Each one? Yeah. yeah. That's God, fucking damn. crazy. Yeah, that's, you know, we we keep, keep, we, we keep the, uh, the value of the economy. Correct. I, you know, you give it away, then it's that it has no value. Mm. Give it away and it has no value. Chicano? Oh yeah. I'll pay twenty dollars for that. Nah. A thousand dollars minimum to get tattooed. I won't touch the machine if it ain't for a, a thousand and up. Damn. Expensive. With all due respect. Yeah. With all due respect. <clears throat> call me what you want. I say it's I say it's bringing value to our to this thing of ours. You know, oh yeah, you do tattoos. You just got out. Yeah, I got twenty bucks for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah pay, like, that nah, homie, pay that homie. Pay that homie a hundred and twenty an hour. Pay him two fifty an hour, cause he did the time for that. He sat there and cre- you know mastered mm-hmm. his craft and suffered to give you this beautiful tattoo today. Mm. How about you break this fool off? At least five hundred for that butterfly. I'm just saying. That's right, for that butterfly. Yeah. I'm just saying. Take that. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm not trying to be an asshole. No, no, no. I agree. I think that's the reality, reality of it, bro. Um, Look, everybody, that's tattooing for you. And, and the world in general. If you don't add value to your stuff, then I don't I don't expect the next person. They're going to undervalue you. Let me put it you. this way. You can go out into a gentrified area and pay $15 for a grilled cheese sandwich, mm-hmm. $8 for a coffee. What's that say? What does that say? 
That's high value. That's like what does that say? Best of what you get. Yeah. But we set up shop and try and do that. It's too expensive, huh? It's too expensive. Nah, it's overpriced. Come on, let's think clearly here. Let's really think clearly here. These are the chains that we're fucking uh, tied to, homies. This is the kind of shit that doesn't let us progress. I'm driving down Lincoln, and there's a bunch of beautiful little businesses, all white-owned. Where's the Chicano businesses at? Well, we're selling a, you know, a, 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 a lonche for $15. You know? Well, we're selling a, a cafe de olla for $7.50. It's not happening because we devalue what we do. It's not worth it. Ooh, that's deep. Yeah. It's not worth it. Go to the hood and get that for two bucks. No. No way. This is a, a recipe of generations. This is something that's authentic. Authentic. You know what I'm saying? Handmade. Mm -hmm. How can you put a value on that? You don't like it? Then go where you need to go. Go to Ralph. With all due respect. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not making you come here. <clears throat> You come here because you want, because you believe in the dream, because you understand my situation and you know that I'm trying to make it here and I'm creating yeah. generational wealth for my family. Not that I'm trying to hit you over the head for, you know what I'm saying? It, it took an investment to be here. Correct. It took an investment to be here. It took a lifetime to be here. So if, if Joe Smith can set up shop and do a, Sourdough sandwich for fifteen ninety nine and and uh, Americano for eight dollars. And what's wrong with us? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. What's wrong with us as people that we don't have confidence in what we're doing? We don't have that idea of yeah. Let's you know it's handmade. It's handmade. We put our heart into this, right? It ain't Time's thievery. Everything. It ain't thievery. It ain't thievery because you have the option. You have the option. Mm -hmm. You can go somewhere else. You can go stay home and make a sandwich. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So that's my idea. That's my idea. And sometimes I understand, like, oh, Spanky, I don't have a thousand. Well, I got some artwork for you. I got artwork for you. Here. Or you catch me on a good day. Hey, I got a limited time. What do you have? I got 700. Come here. Let's go. God bless you. Let's make this happen quick. Right? That's right. Yeah. Oh, I saw the painting. How much is it? 10500 for the original. But I have prints. I have prints if you like a print. Oh, I would love the original. I don't think I could do the original, but I'll order a print. How much is a print? A canvas gallery wrap print? 300 Easy. 18 by 24. I'll send it to you in a couple weeks. Let's go. Fuck, I feel like I just bought that shit right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <coughs> it's like, okay, you know, there's options. Yeah. We make options. So that's, you know, but it's years of experience, of years of being down, years of this and that. And that don't sum up, you know, we talked about don't sum up my life. I'm not like a, this Pintero, crazy guy, you know. I've, yeah, no. I've, I've, you know, that's that's, those are highlights of my life. Correct. You know, and, and, and that's why we wanted to touch on them because, 
not everybody goes to prison. Not everybody has to go to prison. Not everybody right. has to do stretches. We tend to have that because that's who we work with. Mm-hmm. But um, we always want anybody that can relate to the population that we're serving. And, yes. and and my mission is to get anybody watching to take bits and pieces of everybody's testimony and put it into their story right. and use whatever they want to use from it because you're going to have to build your own pathway after this. Great. So if, if what you said, maybe one little, maybe the, the music piece hit with them or maybe the the getting out of the you know going going to japan after art and doing all something like that if that's what sticks with them then hopefully that's they start building their own lane you know um and i think it's super important um but shit with that being said if you got anything you want to shout out anything you want to promote anything you got going on right now in the future that you want to get out there throw it out there let us know shit uh it's been a year of you know doing community work and really deciphering what that means and how that looks and what our position is in it. And I feel like peace of mind for me is extremely important. Like being able to sit back and yeah, work and kick ass and all these things, but also enjoy life and mm-hmm. enjoy the beauty of, you know, what, what life has to, has to offer. That's important yeah. also. Peace of mind is super important to recharge and come back and do the work again. And because I was so involved with why, why, and the answers of why are we underserved? Why are we treated this way? Why, are, why, why, why? It's, it's, I think it was a driving force to push hard with the nonprofit and saying, okay, well, we got this. We're mm-hmm. going to work with our kids and we're going to show them that culturally they're important. And I come in, I come in with coloring books with my chica uh, designs on them. Pre, like printed ones, like from the store yes. type. That's dope. I've never yes. seen one to tell you that much. You know what I mean? So I've I've put together coloring books. I mean, no, I, I've gone above and beyond. Okay. To to create a mission and vision statements, to create programming. I mean, I've had my team working on workshop curriculums, on pillars. We do healing circles. Uh, you know, we talk about cultura. We talk about, you know, graffiti art. We talk about. We got the tools to 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 talk about those things and more sit there and, and work on these mm-hmm. things. So I think being involved in that and really deciphering that and, and and finding our place in that was prevalent this last year. And then going through that issue with our shop and coming to the terms of losing that situation and, and creating new things. One thing, you lose one thing, but other things flourish. Oh, God yeah. is great. <clears throat> God is great, you know? But now I think uh, coming back to what our no- our normal uh, uh, routine is, which is doing music and all of that, it's it's now with a new focus, which is also putting a portion of that time and energy and funding into locals and saying, okay, we got days that we work with kids. We got days that we go and dedicate our time to the kids. We got other things that we also focus on, not just right. chasing the whys. Oh, why, why this, why that not? Nah. Let's 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 you're do the doing work. now, which yeah. is crazy, man. right? Yeah, let's do the work. Let's go in there and make it happen. Let's go in there and you know tell our story without having to be gang banging and acting like I just you know what worked for us and mm-hmm. what you know what what I think would work for any kid that's in despair. A little love, a little positive attention, a little nurturing, mm-hmm. a little food for the soul. So you know. Having having that investment into the kids and having the investment into locals, I think now it's all right. 
let's get back to the music thing. We do music regularly. God bless the homie Gotos. We've been yeah, yeah. Shout, yeah, shout out to Gotos, bro, making it happen too. Making this happen, yeah. Shout out to He's been a solid homie, and you know <clears> this is this is what he's doing now is 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 something he's been trying to manifest for eight years, mm-hmm. nine years, probably longer. I remember eight nine years ago he reached out to me. Hey, somebody somebody give me a holler. Hey, um, this Norteño wants to give wants to holler at you. This this dude from the Bay wants to holler at you, and I was like, hmm. Good question. Yeah. Well, what's up, homie? Like, oh yeah, I love what you're doing. I think it's dope. I'm a fan. I love what you're doing. Keep it pushing. Let's make a song soon. Let's connect soon. I'm like, mm, I don't know, homie. I'm not really. I don't feel like the pioneer of that. Mm-hmm. It sounds innovative. It sounds amazing. But I don't know if I'm. I don't know if I'm the man for the job, you know what I mean? But but we're here, and much respect. I appreciate the call. Thank you, homie. That was a conversation back then. Now it's like, yeah, homie, yeah, do this. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. You got this. Let's make it happen. You're, you're, everything you manifested and try to manifest, you're making it happen. And God bless you. Keep it pushing, and let's keep it pushing. And so it's been a lot smoother, the communication, oh, yeah. and a lot more positive and a lot more although it's always been positive but i think real realistically thinking like yeah yeah like we're 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 creating a uh i think uh a positive a positive state of mind where we could we could see our people you know functioning and doing great things together that's dope i don't don't know what that looks like but but i think right now I think it's in, in in its infancy stages and it's revolutionary and it's and it's amazing. Ain't nothing wrong with brown love and we could work with Crips and we could do songs with Bloods and we could do songs with, you know, Who knows with we all could different go from kind there, of homies, yeah. Latin Kings and I mean, I go to the East Coast and chop it up with the homies, tap in with the homies. I go here and there and tap in with the homies and I think it's a blessing to tap in with our with our our people, you know, yeah. like inclusivity again. Oh no, I don't want to fuck with you. Like, I don't know. No, no, I know what you mean, and I think social media has done a good job at a uh, um, breaking down a lot of those barriers, bro. And and at this point, I think it's in a good, it's in a good space, you know, where we're gonna start seeing a lot of, you know, a lot of collabs, a lot of that stuff happening, you know. Yeah. I don't see it not at right. this point, you know. Right. It's just moving forward. It's moving forward. Yeah. yeah. And it's a blessing, yeah. Shout out so to Gotos for that, shout man. Out to yeah, homie. shout out to Gotos. Can't, can't wait to see what you guys got going on. I know you're dropping that new song too. Or um, you dropped so, it too. Yeah, we, we we worked on a project. We worked on a project together. Hopefully, we got some more. Oh, yeah. Some more things in the works. Uh, you know, we got you know distribution and things set up with 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 the homies. So we're 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 counting that. So you you're know, looking keep, at you. We can expect some new mu- music. Yes, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, smooth, definitely. man. He's back to it. He's back yeah, to yeah, it. Shit. For sure. Okay, well, yeah, shit. You know, the party's starting out. outside already, bro. Without us, got to make sure yeah. you get some a plate real quick. But, um, yo, shout out to Go Toast for letting this happen, man. Yeah. Um, yo, shout follow where, where can they follow you at, Spanky? At OG Spanky Loco. There you go. Okay. On Instagram, yeah. y'all, check out his work, too. Super dope. Local's man. Nonprofit. There you go. Local's Nonprofit, too. Yo, follow Website that. Give us some love. Local'sNonprofit.org. There you go. Yep. Support the cause, you know. Perfect, man. All the support goes a long way. If you're in the 
if you're in the Pacific Northwest and want to roll your sleeves up and come and do that good work, put your good foot yeah. forward, then we're out, we're out there. We're, we're everywhere. We're, That's we're, what's up, bro. We're trying to make uh, an impact everywhere. In oh, yeah. The world is a ghetto. Mm-hmm. The world is a ghetto, so we're just trying to make a small impact for for our demographic and Hell beyond. Yeah. Hell beyond. yeah, hundred yeah. percent. This is this that's the foundation of it, you know. Right. So, yeah. yo, make sure. sure y'all like, subscribe, comment, man. We appreciate you. Thank you, Spanky, for being here, Thank bro. You, All that good stuff. Appreciate yeah. you. Reentry Network Podcast. We out, hey. baby. Let's we get out. it.